Introduction to Generations And now, a moment to breathe. Like our previous two stories, Steve Perry's Generations takes a familiar tale and breathes new life into it. Unlike them, this story adds a bit of much-needed levity to the mix. Ever since I edited Pulp House, a hardback magazine, Steve has been my go-to guy for the offbeat. He was one of the first writers I invited into Fiction River, although I had to wait for the proper issue to showcase this story. Because his career now spans four decades, he knows that editors can be an unruly lot. He has certainly worked with a bunch of us. Steve's published everything from prose to TV animation. An Emmy-nominated, New York Times best-selling writer, Steve still finds time to write novels. His latest, The Vastellini Gambit, is part of his Cutter's War series. About generations, Steve writes, I like taking old tropes and trying to come up with new twists. I call these my wild hair stories, and the ones that are the craziest are generally those for which I don't expect there to be any market. Fortunately, I don't get those urges very often. Pretty much every time I've had one of these loony notions, Dean and Chris have laughed and bought it. They're passing strange, these two. Generations by Steve Perry Ziegelstein heard Stroh's ching on the room's comm. I'm here, he said. What's up? We're coming in hot. BB is a click behind us and gaining. Jesus, is Stock with you? Yeah, BB has got some kind of new toy, like a vortex thing. Took out my place like it was nothing. Flattened stocks like a fucking tornado, too. We're screwed, Ziggy. Maybe not. How soon are you here? Three minutes. I'll stand by to open the gate. Get inside quick. I'm not sure this gate of the mines will stop him, brah. This weapon of his blows through everything. Yeah, well, we'll see how it does against the new fields. Watch out for that damn tree! Stroh yelled. That meant Stock was piloting the rover, and they were off-road, too. Stroh said, Two minutes if Stock done smashes into a tree first. Fuck you! Stock in the background. Standing by! Come off! Ziggy wiped at his mouth. It was only a matter of time. They'd known it was coming. That hairy-faced bastard BB was always going to be a problem. Never a matter of if, but when, and that day had arrived. Crap. Ziggy had done as much as he could. He had solar-powered drones in the air, variable field mines planted. The building was mostly armored in stacked, layered ferro-ceramics, and the force fields were brand new, installed two weeks ago. Double reverse polarities with shift-phase warblers and 14 million rotating combinations during each phase, and good luck on finding a key to open them. BB was bad, you had to give him that. When push came to shove, he was fast, tough, mean, and definitely smarter than most. Step crooked with BB, he'd eat you alive. It was a small, terraformed world, even though the gravity was permanently set to E1. The horizon only ten clicks away, and in this quadrant, not a whole lot of population. In fact, outside of himself and Stroh and Stock, there was nobody for eighty clicks. Whatever BB had in mind, the three of them weren't going to get any help, even if anybody wanted to do so, which, frankly, nobody did. They were on their own out here. Part of the price you paid for all the free land was having to deal with assholes like BB. Shit, he'd been meaning to get some guard bots. They were on the list, but that wasn't going to happen now, was it? Too bad nukes were off the table. Replacing BB with a big smoking crater would not bother Ziggy one damned chin hair. The gate cam burbled and flashed red on the holographic screen. Incoming craft, the computer said. I see them, Ziggy said. Friendlies, open it up and shut it as soon as they clear. Switch off the mines in three, two, one, now. The computer did what he told it to do. 
The gate blinked off, and as soon as the rover passed through it, it blinked back on, a whirling wall of crackling blue energy. The rover zipped toward the house. Once it was clear of the field, Ziggy said, Light the mines again. The anti-vehicle minefield sig blinked and went from green to red. There were two score of those out there inside the gate, their rotating fields overlapping the paths to the house in half a dozen places. Set one off, and what was left of you would come down a kilometer away. Increase strength on the force field to maximum power. Force field at maximum, the computer said. Power reserves at 98%. Well, good on that. That gave them a month of power for the field. B.B. was going to get bored and hungry waiting for the reserves to run out. Assuming that B.B. didn't just kick a hole in the fucking fields with whatever he'd used on Stroh and Stock's places.